That was Buenos Aires from the Broadway cast of Evita. Patti LuPone singing there. Actually, she came out and starred in the Australian version after the leading lady here had a problem with her voice. So good to hear Patti LuPone. That was 1979. Let's well, introduce a story from Bridget Leslie. Now, Dave Sodi is a Washington, D.C. native. His first taste of the culinary world began at age 18 in the local town favourite restaurant in Bethesda, Maryland. What followed was formal culinary training at the Academy de Cuisine and uh, jobs under top chefs at a range of award-winning U.S. restaurants. Then in 2014, Dave decided to take off to learn more about the culinary scene in the rest of the Americas. His popular Buenos Aires restaurant, 13 Fronteras, gets its name from the number of borders crossed as he travelled through Latin America. He spoke to Bridget Leslie about his culinary journey and the inspiration his road trip has brought to his dishes. Dave, I want to start with that life-changing road trip from Washington, D.C. to South America. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it was it was really something that, that has... Um, you know, shaped my, my daily activities and, and, and something I, I needed for a long time, but, but didn't even know until I did it. So yeah, it was definitely life-changing. Um, and somewhere between falling in love and starting your restaurant, you uh, found your passion for South American cuisine and its ingredients. Talk us through that discovery. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I never really felt, felt comfortable in, 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 North America, and I was, I was always kind of looking elsewhere, or I, I, I just knew I wasn't quite fitting in per se, and I, and I wasn't quite um, um, part of any. I didn't really feel part of any culture. So um, when I started to travel to El Salvador about seventeen years ago, um, when I met my my wife. Um, that was really something that I was, um, I, it, it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, man, I, I, I really feel different here um, and in a positive way. Um, I kind of liked being the oddity um, and um, the odd man out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and, you know, then people were always um, coming up and giving me stuff to try food wise um, and, and and that was kind of really eye-opening for me. I, you know, you taste a mango in, in North America, and then you taste it in Central America, and the specific type of mango when it's in season, it's just, it's just blinding. It's it's just such a difference. Um, so so those those little things that might seem minute to to a lot of people um, were were to a cook. Um, very profound moments. So how did the restaurant journey start? Because that was a really personal one for you as well. So when, when I, when I, the plan was always that um, being a cook, uh, the thought, the thinking behind that was everyone in the world needs to eat. So if I have a culinary education um, uh, behind me and, and, you know, some, some create, some creativity, um, the, the thinking was if, if I just wander off into Latin America, I should always be able to come up with work. Um, and, 
um, the end game behind all that was eventually I would like to open up my, my own restaurant. Um, that would be some type of concept. Um, and at the time of, of, of leaving North America, I didn't really know what the concept would be. It wasn't until about a year and a half after arriving in Argentina that it, the, the, the idea of Trece Fronteras or, or 13 borders um, caught up to me because I, I knew I was drawn to Latin cuisine. Um, but I didn't want to hone in on, I, I, since I am not of Latin descent, I didn't necessarily identify with one culture, but I did feel part of Latin culture. So I didn't want to be a Mexican cook. I didn't want to be a Salvadorian cook. I, I, I didn't want to be a, um, an Argentine cook necessarily, but I wanted to, um, encompass a little bit of all of that, um, and part of what, what we do at, at Trece Fronteras is um, I, I, I don't really call this Latin food. I, I, I definitely call this my interpretation of Latin America and how I fit in in, in Latin America. How do you define Argentinian cuisine in one sentence, if at all possible? Um, evolving, e- e- evolving quickly. Um, I, I think that that would be right now at present Argentine Argentine cuisine. Um, I, I think right now, it, it, if I can go beyond the one sentence and elaborate on that, um, when when I arrived in Argentina, um, it was very much meat and potatoes, um, and to some degree that that still exists. However, I have um, a concept where we don't use beef at all. And Argentina is really known for being the world's beef producer. Um, and people come to Argentina and, and they think, man, I'm going to eat the biggest, juiciest, um, most flavorful grass-fed steaks. Um, and, and in part, that's true. Um, the, the flip side to that coin is um, you can't eat that every day. Um, so what I try and do is I try and show off the other Argentine ingredients. Um, and, and, that, and that's why we don't, we don't work with beef here. There's so much more in this country than, than, than the cow. Um, there, there, there's, this country has, has um, 10 different climate types. Um, and, and each one has, has very special ingredients that you don't find in other parts of the world. So we, we try and work with those ingredients and focus on those ingredients and, and show off what else there is in this country and what we can do with them. Um, I was uh, reading Google yesterday um, and there's 96 reviews against the restaurant. Um, I want to read some of those to you. I came to visit the city from New York. My nephews took me to the restaurant. It was amazing, exotic. I was very impressed with the gourmet and delicious dishes. The chef was kind and explained everything about a dish to me. Another um, 
review says the place was fully booked, but Dave somehow managed to get her seats. This was possibly my most memorable meal in any of the continents I visited. And then the last one says I discovered the restaurant by accident by walking around San Telmo. It was a casual, unpretentious restaurant. I won't be surprised if Chef Dave and his amazing team are headed towards a James Beard Award. How do you feel listening to those reviews? You know, it's 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 really humbling um, because I, I started this restaurant with very few expectations. Um, I I didn't think my concept would fly in Argentina because, again, this was um, really before Argent um, the new kind of dawn of Argentine food or 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 Latin food or, or food in general started to catch on. So I my expectation was I would, I would build this restaurant and in about three or four months we would fold because no one would be interested. My plan at that point was if, if one person comes and leaves happy, um, then, then I've completed my goal and, and I've, I fulfilled my dream. And at least I knew what it was like to make, to make someone happy. Um, and that's what I try and do every day. I, I, you know, I don't do this for me. I, I, I do this to pleasure other people. Right? And that's, that's kind of what I'm about. I'm, I'm more masochistic in the sense I think a lot of cooks are, but um, I, I, I really try and, and pleasure other people and at, at the sacrifice of my well-being and, and my family and, and, um, and whatever else gets in the way. But I, I, I'm going to make sure that people leave here happy and, and, and full. Uh, and this industry is tough enough without a pandemic flattening a lot of the businesses you've gone through it. What was your experience of the pandemic and how did it affect your restaurant? It was, it was professionally uh, the hardest time of my life. Um, I, I was, I was really struggling. I, and because you, 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 I personally felt very powerless because I was, I was doing everything to try and stay afloat, but there was just no money. There was, there was no money circulating. I kept hearing these statistics of, and stories of this restaurant that that's been around for 80 years. And this other restaurant that's, that's been around for 50 years, they're closing their doors permanently because of COVID. And I was doing deliveries at that point because this, I mean, that's really all we had for seven months. That's, that's all I could do. So I was I was delivering our food on my bike throughout the whole of Buenos Aires, free of charge. I, I would I would take it from one end to the other if if need be, free of charge. Rains, uh, sleet, uh, heat didn't didn't matter. Bridget Leslie was speaking there with Chef Dave Sodi. You can listen to part two of her interview next week.